Hey, it's Sybil from The Possibility of Today. Thanks so much for dropping by and tuning in. This show's all about the events, whether it's the current events that are going on in the news or just events in our own life. We get into all of it so we can take a closer look at how we see the world. And of course, to figure out how we wanna use our own 24 hours every day. I think one of the most important things I've ever realized is that there literally are so many possibilities for us every single day. And a great question we can ask ourselves is, are you getting the most out of your days? Anyway, we will laugh, we are gonna have some great discussions, we'll have some interviews, and even get some tips to make sure that we are living today better than yesterday. So I hope you'll stick around. You are listening to The Possibility of Today on webtalkradio.net. All right, so let's let's get into this. Jennifer Hudson, I'm sure you've probably heard of Jennifer Hudson, right? She won American Idol and got an Oscar, but like three or four years ago, Jennifer Hudson's brother-in-law killed her mother, her nephew, and her brother. And I mean, it's crazy, right? I mean, can you even imagine that somebody would kill one, let alone three of the people that are so close to you? And what's even just remarkable to me is that she has found her way to forgiveness. I'm watching the show and she's being interviewed and she said that she literally has forgiven the guy, William Balfour, who killed her family. And I'm thinking to myself, like that's, that's clearly the way it should be done, but it just really drives the point home to me You know, all of the little petty issues that I have with forgiveness over things that aren't nearly as serious as somebody killing your family, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I can think back to like boyfriend, my boyfriend in college, you know, that I definitely still probably held a little bit of a grudge against. I mean, because he cheated on me, but I was literally like 20 something. Here I am. I'm in my mid thirties now. I'm married with two kids. Clearly everything worked out the way it's supposed to, but you know, have I really forgiven him completely? Have I kind of let go of that? Or, you know, coworkers that you work with and you get all worked up and you're all annoyed and so angry and you move on, but you still kind of have maybe a little bit of residual resentment or even just like rude, random people that you run into, like waitresses and people that just are cutting you off and not doing what they're supposed to do, just people who are acting poorly and you get, you know, you get angry at them. I mean, we're human. We have these normal responses. But when she was sitting there and I'm listening to her talk about how she forgave this guy who killed her family, I'm like, that's literally what I'm supposed to be doing each and every time. I mean, but let's be real, right? Like much easier said than done. I also saw this study where it's like 75% of people have somebody that they know they haven't forgiven completely. I mean, 75%, right? So we can't all be going wrong. Like clearly there is something that just, you know, hangs us up a little when it comes to forgiveness. We're human. It's understandable. It's something that we have to work through. And that's what this show is all about today 
is really kind of seeing how forgiveness is, I don't know, let's say it's supposed to be playing, whether or not it is or not is something we're going to talk about, but how it's supposed to be playing out in our own life. And I thought, what better way to kind of do that than to look at this Jennifer Hudson story? And then, of course, why don't we just turn the lens on my life, since that's fun and I'm here. <laughs> and I invited my husband, Rob, who's going to join us for the next segment. And we're going to get into kind of how forgiveness plays out in relationships, which that should be interesting. Hopefully, uh, we'll both be on our best behavior. And then lastly, um, take some questions from some possibility of today readers, uh, people who have also struggled with you know, just regular everyday forgiveness, like the stuff that just comes up that weighs on you, that drives you nuts and you know, you got to let go of it, but it's how do you actually get there? All right. So back to our role model, Jennifer Hudson, in terms of forgiveness, as we were talking about earlier, her brother-in-law killed her mother, her brother and her nephew. And as I was watching Jennifer kind of describe what happened and then all of obviously her emotions that followed. One of the questions that really stood out was when she was saying, who do I grieve for first? That like that was a question that ran through her mind because obviously there were three people. She's like, do I, do I think about my mom? Do I think about my brother? Do I think about my nephew? And I mean, can you imagine? It's so true. Like where, where does your mind go to first? I mean, you have so many emotions. And there's just so much, there's got to be anger and resentment and just questioning. And you just don't even know you're kind of all over the place when something like that just shocks your system. I mean, I can kind of think back to when I learned about things that just really threw me off course. It's like, you're just, it's just like, you're like, is this for real? Is this really happening? And despite kind of all of that and all that stuff that you have to work through, she knew she had to forgive. And I mean, obviously one of the things that first of all sticks out in my mind, I, you know, clearly it's a human reaction um, and an understandable one that when people act poorly and when they do things that hurt us, our natu natural reaction is going to be to be hurt. And we're going to have to go through this process of forgiveness. So, you know, even though, we all know we're supposed to forgive. We have to all understand too, we're human and there's nothing wrong with us that we are reacting to these situations. Of course, there's nothing wrong with Jennifer Hudson that she's angry and she has resentment and there's stuff she needs to work through. This guy's just killed her family and there's nothing wrong when I find out my boyfriend has cheated on me after I've been dating him for three or four months when I was in college because clearly I trusted this person. And it's like he becomes someone new to me that I don't know. And there's just so much, there's normal human reactions that just kind of come to the surface. But in all of those situations, the number one, I think, takeaway message is like, why do you forgive someone? Why, why does, why does it even matter? Cause you do it for yourself. Like you do not want this stuff staying around in your system. You don't want it hanging on. You don't want it weighing you down for the rest of your life, or even honestly, for the next two months of your life. You don't want all of that negativity and all that stuff that comes along with it 
you don't want it there. And so for me, when I know that someone has done something to me, that is my number one incentive because I just, I don't want it. I don't want that negative stuff looming in the air. And that's motivation because a lot of times people do things that are really, really inappropriate. But when you kind of start off with the mindset, you know, I'm doing this for myself. I think it's easier to kind of take that first step and get, get the things moving, get the process of forgiveness moving. And of course, then the logical next question is, I've decided I want to forgive. And I truly do. I mean, I can remember having those feelings too. Like, okay, I want to forgive this person, but I just can't. <laughs> like my mind is just not there. This isn't the time. Like I'm still peeved about what happened. It's still running through my mind. I'm still thinking about how could I have been so silly? Like, how can I have seen this? Like, I'm kind of still caught up in all of the drama that surrounds the situation. And I know I need to forgive, but I also know that I'm human. And so how do I do that? And that's why I love Jennifer's story because she starts talking about how she had to go to court and sit across from this guy and look at him. And she said her skin would li like, she'd literally be crawling in her skin and she'd see him. And she knew that she needed a way to kind of work through those situations. Cause obviously she's going to have to go to court. She's going to have to see him. They're going through the trial. There's, there are things that just had to be dealt with and she needed a tool to kind of help her work through that. I think it's so realistic because that's the way the world works, right? Like people are going to wrong you and it's not like you just boom, they're gone and you just are going off, you know, in your little corner and okay, let me work on forgiving them. No, like there are things that will trigger you remembering what happened or people will say something to you or you'll just think you'll drive past something that you, that's just familiar. And you're like, oh, I was at this restaurant with this person and then boom, everything like the memories come flooding in. And so I, I know that that tool is essential. You know, if you really want to forgive someone, you need to be equipped. You need to be able to go into situations and say, I'm not going to even go there because there are things, there's fireworks, there are things that are going to start triggering you. And it's, you can't expect to not be triggered, but you do have to have a system to deal with the triggers because you don't want to do what the last thing you want to do. Um, is go through the entire cycle of the negative emotion where you get caught up into the event and the reruns and you start thinking about, oh yeah, and then he did this and I did that and then da 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 da. Like you're thinking back about stuff that's happened two weeks, three months, two years ago. I mean, just everything's flooding in and all the negativity and all the stuff that you just don't want your mind to run through because it's now however many days later and you're trying to move on with what's really important to you now today. And you've got to have, I think, the tools so that you can literally say, I'm not going to go there. And what Jennifer Hudson talked about, what her tool was, is when she was sitting in that court looking at William Balfour, the person who murdered her family, she thought about the song Peace Be Still. Like she literally, in advance of going to sit in the court, decided that she would, anytime she got triggered, she would think of this song 
and start singing the song. And that turned her attention away from him and getting caught up in all of those negative emotions and just kind of going through that cycle. And that's what it's about, right? It's about breaking those patterns uh, because you are going to have these normal triggers. And for me, right, you know, um, I'm back in college and, uh, you know, I won't say his name to protect the innocent, even though I'm the innocent, <laughs> but nevertheless, um, we've been dating for three months and I get this call from this girl. I have never even spoken to her. And she starts telling me, you know, oh, I was with your boyfriend last night and da, 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 like all of these details. I'm like, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And we're obviously, I'm a senior at the time. So what am I? 22 ish. And clearly I'm going to run into this person on campus and I'm going to see him or I'm going to see things. There are going to be triggers. Like we dated while I was in school. We went to the restaurants. We went to parties. Like, and I'm still on campus. So there's going to obviously be these triggers. But what I decided to do is like, I'm like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move on. And that means that I have to kind of recast and just decide that I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to even think about, I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to go through the reruns. I'm not going to go through the, you know, oh my God, I remember when she called me and she said this, and oh, I wonder when he was there then, and you know, the questions and some of it you're going to have to go through and some of it I had to go through, but looking back now, and in terms of forgiving someone, I think the key is to be prepared to deal with the triggers, right? So if I had, you know, been like, okay, anytime I walk past that restaurant where we have our first date, I'm not going to think about what he did. I'm going to think about, you know, it is what it is. We both learned something. We moved on. And I'm going to just change the way that I see this restaurant or I'm going to go and I'm going to have a different experience at this restaurant so that I have a different memory. But the point being is that you kind of equip yourself and you decide in advance of these triggers that you know you may see that you're not going to go there. You know, for example, when I would have issues with my coworkers at work and we would literally have to go and sit in meetings together, clearly, after we'd have the issues. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave this meeting and be all worked up and no one's going to have understood what I had to say anyway. And we are going to have gone at it for 25 minutes. Like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to literally go into the meeting and I'm going to be like, I'm focusing my mind on, I'm going home after work. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm having fun. And so I would sit in the meeting and that's what I would be thinking about. And so when she would say things that would be my triggers and she would say things because again, some people just don't realize they don't get it. They don't know. But when she would say things, I would just be like, I'm not going there. My mind isn't going there. And that's what Jennifer Hudson did with the song Peace Be Still. And I think it's a real good tool. Like step number two, after step number one is, okay, I'm forgiving this person for me. Step number two is to equip yourself with the tools. And you are going to have to live everyday life. You are going to see these triggers, but you just decide in advance, okay, I'm not going to go there. And for me not to go there, this is what I'm going to do. And you kind of go into all of the situations with the plan and honestly, you're not going to be flawless or maybe you are. So you're great, <laughs> better than I was, but it's a situation of practicing and getting better and better and honestly, time going by and the emotions getting less and less. And you just kind of are working through it step by step. Uh, the second thing 
that I remember her saying from the interview that was really powerful is she literally changed the meaning behind the event. So what that meant for her was that on the anniversary date, she now has opened up a, a nonprofit and on the anniversary date of the death of her, her family. And on this day, she and her, you know, sister, they go into schools and they give supplies and all of these things that children need who are closer to her nephew's age. And so it's like an event where they're like celebrating and they're, they're sharing and they're loving. And so they look forward to the day now instead of dreading it because they know that this day is coming and all of the negative memories and all of the pain that associate is associated with it that would normally come up has kind of been transformed into something that's just so powerful. Uh, and for me, you know, so I started thinking, okay, back to my boyfriend story <laughs> and it, it's literally a situation of recasting the way I see that in my mind, because like I was saying earlier, the reality is, is that we did both learn something. And the reality is, is that it wasn't supposed to work out. Like I was supposed to marry my husband with my, and have my two children that I have. And just kind of understanding that and taking that into perspective that everything really does happen for a reason. You know, I can, of course, look back on that now and it's easier to say, but at the time when it happened, uh, if I had been immediately interested in forgiving him, <laughs> my step number two really would have been, um, you know, everything happens for a reason and I have to trust this. I have to trust what happened, even though it's terrible, even though there's no justification for it, even though it hurts, like I have to trust that this is happening for a reason. And I have to, I have to be willing to let it go. You know, and of course I was younger at the time. So <laughs> these lessons have come to me a little later in life, but you know, I can honestly say now, anytime somebody does something and I know my first inkling is always, I, I you know, I want to forgive. I want to forgive for myself. I, you know, and I go through all my processes, but really just recasting it and trusting that everything really does happen for a reason. It helps. Um, and again, these are all things that are just part of the process. I don't think that there's an instant forgiveness pill <laughs> that anyone can take. Just like I don't think that it's weird that we have these human reactions and we get irritated and we get angry and we get hurt when people do things that are wrong to us. These are all just tools that kind of help us work through the stuff that's just naturally there when someone does something to us. Um, and I, a powerful one, and Jennifer Hudson, Hudson mentioned it, really is kind of changing that meaning as much as you can. And again, it's a step-by-step -step progression, but changing the meaning behind the event. And then lastly, the third thing that she pointed out, which I thought was so powerful, this one is like, <laughs> let's call this one, there's no pill for forgiveness, but this is the quantum leap <laughs> for forgiveness, empathy. She said that when William Balfour was up there testifying, she knew the whole time when she met him that he had had this rough childhood, but she didn't know the extent of it. And she was learning more and more about that. And she literally said, how can you blame someone who's gone through something like that, who's missed out on such an important part of their childhood in terms of feeling loved and being loved? Like... You can't blame them when they 
don't act the way that you'd expect people to act who've been loved and who've felt that love. It's not that it excuses their action. Because honestly, poor behavior is poor behavior. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. But knowing that there is a reason, it helps, right? It helps you get to forgiveness. Um, and there always is a reason. People don't just do poor things or make poor decisions just to do them. Like there is something that is behind it. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it's there. Uh, and that's what empathy is all about because you decide that you are going to kind of be open and decide that you are going to look at things differently and understand, you know, there's probably something going on behind the scenes, even though it's not an excuse for how this person has treated me or what this person has done to me, it is a reason. There's actually this great quote by uh, H. Jackson Brown Jr. It says, remember that everyone you meet is afraid of something, loves something, and has lost something. I mean, and it's, it's really so true. I mean, if you think about your friends who are close to you, <laughs> the ones that you love, that haven't done anything, of course there's something that they're afraid of. And of course there's someone or something that they've loved. And of course there's something that they've lost. I mean, if you're really good friends with them, you've seen them go through these phases because everyone has this. Everyone has these things. And when you do this, it kind of humanizes everyone. And that allows you to melt away a lot of the anger. The, even though it's most likely justified, it's in terms of clearly they hurt you and you're going to respond. You do need to melt it away. You've chosen to melt it away because you're, you're aiming at forgiveness. And when you then decide, okay, boom, let me pull in empathy here. It really just, it makes everything, it makes all the anger accelerate in terms of melting away. So I think that like really sums it up in terms of Jennifer Hudson and the three things that really stuck out from the interview that she did in terms of number one, uh, going into all of these situations prepared. You know, knowing that there are going to be these triggers, knowing that your mind is going to just naturally kind of rerun things, but really changing what you're bringing to the situation so that you aren't just falling into the same patterns, what I call these infinite loops, <laughs> where you keep doing the things that aren't working and you're stuck in the same cycles and it's the same junk that's just kind of holding you back. But uh, you go in and you're like, I'm just not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. And that just equips you with a good arsenal of stuff to work through in terms of forgiveness. The second thing, obviously, being changing the meaning behind the event. So when I walk past the restaurant, that is the first date sighting of my boyfriend and I. I'm no longer thinking of this is the restaurant where it began before he betrayed me and decided to go off. With, no, 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 no. It's, you know, you're literally changing the experiences. So, you know, it's like we learned something. I met my husband that I now love, that one I'm supposed to be with. I have my two beautiful children and, but for, you know, all of the things that have happened that led me to that event, I wouldn't have gotten there. And so you change the meaning behind all of those events. And that also helps your Michael, your mind not fall into that negative pattern cycle. And then the last being empathy. I mean, I think empathy really solves all, like it really is a very quick road to forgiveness. Cause if you can get there and really start seeing that, you know, even if you don't know specifics about what happened or why this person's acting so poorly, just knowing that there is a reason makes it much easier to forgive. 
Um, and again, it's just, you know, there's no need to remain part of that 75%. I know I, the people who have someone to forgive. I know I'm really always trying to make a concerted effort to make certain I'm not part of that 75% because it's just, it's just not worth it, right? We are human. We are going to have reactions. Forgiveness is not easy. It's not, but it definitely in the long run is worth it. All right. And now we are going to welcome Rob, my husband, to the show. Hey, Rob, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks so much for uh, agreeing to be uh, a guest today because, as you know, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And I am putting my own relationship under the microscope because I think that in any relationship, right, you know, we always have the opportunity to to forgive, especially in uh in marriages wouldn't you agree yeah absolutely that's why i'm here today because i know you wouldn't for uh forgive me if i didn't <laughs> fair enough fair enough now okay you get to be completely honest um you know don't kill me too much you know don't don't reveal all of the ways that i drive you crazy uh on an everyday basis but we're not really arguers for the most part, which is ironic considering we're both attorneys. That's true. You'd agree with that statement, right? I do agree with that. Nevertheless, of course, there's things that we're not always on the same page, like the identical page. That's also true. Okay. So now think back to the last time, uh, and you may have to go far, far, far <laughs> back, <laughs> but the last time that perhaps I did something or irritated you or I don't know, maybe did not do something and you don't have to go play by play here. You're just, this is just an image you have in your head. Well, you're so great all the time. It's going to take me a while. <laughs> right, right. Sure. So th the question is at that instant, what did you do? Did you let it go? Did you forgive? Why didn't you forgive? You know, how do you think forgiveness plays out in our everyday lives? Well, I think for me, um, and, and as you said, we're not really arguers. We like to work things out. Um, but, of course, there are things that come up. Um, the, the number one thing for me is just, you know, realizing it's not a big deal. You and I do talk through things pretty well. Um, so when something comes up, I think one of the things that we're really good at is bringing it up immediately and talking about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now that you have this this uh recollection from a long long time ago um in your mind do you remember that you were just like okay i'm going to talk about it or i'm going to let it go what was the choice um you know honestly for me a lot of the time i just let it go um because i tried to identify or understand or assume that whatever happened you wouldn't have done it on purpose if you knew <laughs> Uh, that it would bother me or how it would make me feel and that type of thing. So I usually let things go. Every once in a while we will talk about some things. So I guess you have like a little bit of a threshold? <laughs> I definitely have a threshold. I have expectations. We've, we've been married a long time. So I, uh, I, I think I know what to expect in most instances. So um, you, you pretty much live up to those expectations, good and bad. All right. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so... What about those times? Okay, so we went through the, the scenario, right, when you're just like, hey, it's something small or minor, yeah. and you're going to let it go, which I think is a real good rule of thumb. And I do that, too. 
<laughs> for the record. Um, just because, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in the pettiness. Um, and a lot of times it's almost like a, an opportunity to work on your own patience and tolerance. And, you know, sometimes your expectations, at least I know for myself, I'll speak for myself. Sometimes my expectations I know are a little off. And so, you know, the adjustment is more on my part and just kind of, hey, letting this go than it is expecting you to do X, Y, and Z. So that's kind of my philosophy on it. But what I wanted to ask was, what about those times, though, when you think that I know that I've done something wrong and I apologize? Um, and as soon as I apologize, are you able then to let it go right away and forgive me? Like, does the apology make it easier Clearly, the apology makes it easier, but are you, like, able to instantly forgive once you get that apology? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, um, especially in our relationship, uh, the apology matters a lot, and it has to matter, um, because as a married couple, there's, you know, only so much you can do to, to not forgive the other person, just because... You know, we live together, we're together all the time, um, you know, not forgiving just tends to fester. And, you know, I know for me, if I let things go for too long, and I think about it for too long, um, by the time I get to the point where I'm really upset about it, it's going to be really, really bad. So for me, uh, it's easier to adjust those things as quickly as possible um, and let them go. So that apology does matter. Uh, you know, honestly, for me and people with I mean, outside of our relationship where it's not somebody that I'm married to and see every day and deal with every day and have a long uh, relationship with, um, the, the apology helps. Uh, but there have definitely been times when it's harder for me to forgive that person uh, where I have to um, either, you know, try to forget or, you know, really think about working on it actively, but it's, it's easier to just try to forget it and get past it because you don't have to deal with them all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right, that you bring up the whole apology thing because we were speaking about that earlier. And a lot of times, you know, you may not find yourself in a situation where people are going to apologize. Right. Or, you know, people are going to just decide, hey, you know, it is what it is, or kind of justify it in their own minds. Or they don't even know they're wrong. Or they don't even know they're wrong. But in terms of relationships, you know, that's another topic for another day when mm -hmm. it's somebody outside of a marriage. But in terms of relationships, it's like you kind of, you know, apologies come with the territory, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. And, you know, I think one of the things that we've done for a long time, um, that you definitely introduced into the relationship is just having a time and a place and making it a safe environment to just talk about things and get everything off our chest. And we have, you know, the rules for, you know, not that we have to wait until talk night to talk about things, but um, it definitely early on was a good way to create an environment where we could just talk through things and, um, you know, feel comfortable doing that and just know that the rules are a little bit different. Nobody's going to lash out and, and that type of thing. Right, right. And so for those of you who uh, read Possibility of Today, you may be familiar very uh, with a lot of details of my life, one being talk night, which is a um, ritual that Rob and I installed in our relationship. I guess I got the idea from a friend and he uh, 
reluctantly agreed at first, but now I think has become accustomed to it. And it's just, you know, every Tuesday, usually we try to do it on Tuesdays, but we are a little more flexible now. Um, but just really kind of just putting everything on the table um, and talking through things and not holding on to things. Um, but also just not just talking about the, the stuff that drives us crazy and the bad stuff, but also, you know, the stuff that we're trying to do and accomplish and goals and dreams. We mix all of that together, but that's just talk night. Um, just to give you guys some context on that. And then Rob, finally, the last question I wanted to talk about is, you know, what about other people? I mean, you mentioned them earlier, in terms of the whole apologizing and sometimes we know you're not going to get an apology and we'll be talking about that in other segments. But the question being, what about you? Is there anyone that you know today, you know, outside of our relationship, this is just somebody else, but is there anyone that you know today that you still need to forgive? Uh, sure. I like, I mean, as I alluded to earlier, um, I think it's easier to not explicitly forgive somebody when they're not a part of your everyday life. You know, it's not something that you have to face every day, but if I think about it, there are definitely people in my life that, you know, probably deserve to have another chance or for me to check in and see if they've changed and see how they've evolved and see if they're a different person that, you know, it's, it's not fair to just write somebody off based on what they did uh, 10 years ago. Um, and it's not something that I think about all the time, but it's definitely, you know, there are definitely some things that I can carry around with me. So even if you're not, you know, going to be one of those people that's going to call the last 10 people that <laughs> you need to forgive, um, which of course is a great practice for people who are, you know, open and willing to do that. But for a lot of people, let's be honest, that's like taking it to the next levels. But you mentioned that you still carry some stuff around. So with these people or this person or whomever you're thinking about that you know you need to forgive, you are still carrying some stuff around, you'd say, in your mind. Maybe it's not something you think about every day, right? But there's something there. Sure. Absolutely. Like, like thinking about them would trigger it for sure. So why haven't you forgiven them? Um, you know, it's weird. It's not that I haven't necessarily... I don't know if it's forgiveness so much as kind of a decision just not to go there. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's, the, it's the people that, you know, what, how do they contribute to your life? And, and maybe I'm, you know, getting a little bit too, too detailed here, but, you know, if it's somebody who can't contribute to my life, then I don't feel the need as much to go and work things out with that individual um but you know at the same time like i said when i think of that person or i think of that situation it's something that still crops up so it does still have some space in my mind that um probably uh be better if it wasn't there yeah so i mean of course you know or i'm sure you could assume what my perspective will be <laughs> but it looks like you've already reached your own conclusion but yeah i mean the reality is is that you don't want that stuff just the residual weighing on your mind, especially if they're not a part of your life anyway, it's like, why not just let it go? You know, why not get to the point where you are actively trying to forgive them to see things from a different perspective or to maybe understand that everything happens for a reason. Um, and really just 
doing it all so you can move on. I mean, and you have moved on, but it's kind of like you got to clean up just a little bit of residual waste. Wouldn't you agree? Sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not, not to make you an example, or anything, <laughs> but since you're here, we might, we might as well just go at it. But that is it, Mr. Chavis. Thank you so much for uh, agreeing to be a guest and let us take a look at kind of how you think and how forgiveness plays out in your everyday life. I'm glad I All right, for the final segment of the show, I wanted to take a question from one of the readers of The Possibility of Today. But before I did that, I want to tell one of my favorite jokes on forgiveness. So there's this congregation, and the preacher of the congregation looks out on the congregation. He says, if there's anyone out there who has literally forgiven everyone who's ever done anything to them, like literally has no one in their life that they need to forgive, please raise your hand. And so no one raises their hand except one little old lady. And so the preacher gets all excited. He's like, come here, come here, come to the front of the church. I want you to tell everyone, tell this entire congregation how it is that you literally have no one in your life that you need to forgive. You have forgiven everyone. And so the congregation gets all silent waiting for the answer. And the little old lady says, I outlived all of the winches. <laughs> and that really is one of my all-time, all-time favorite jokes. So I hope you got a, a little kick out of it too. But anyway, okay, let's get back to this. Uh, the question on forgiveness is from a reader by the name of Anna. Anna, thanks so much for sending this in and letting us take a closer look at your life. I think it's always so helpful, right, when we can kind of, Sometimes it's easier <laughs> to see issues other people are going through and kind of see, oh, yeah, they should do this, they should do that, they should do this. And then I've noticed, like, a lot of times I'm like, oh, wait a second, <laughs> I need to do that too. So anyways, let's see Anna's scenario here. Anna's question on forgiveness, she sent in an email. It says, last year was hell at work because of my daughter's diagnosis of ADD, and I probably wasn't the nicest person to be with. But my ex-friend, after seven years, who I also work with, decided to remove herself from my situation as it was too hard to give me any support at all because I didn't manage to get a grip and pull myself together. She said some nasty things to me to get rid of me, that is, in addition to ignoring me for weeks. At this point, sometimes I just feel I can't see why we used to be friends at all. Maybe just because she needed me then and now she doesn't. And the thing is, we are not even on speaking terms anymore, unless it is strictly mandatory for work reasons, because we do work at the same company. I've told my coordinator, and she thinks I'm right to have felt offended. I totally ignore her, and she does the same, but I know I'm the one who is having a hard time and not her. What can I do? Every time I feel I'm getting over all of this, something happens, and I lose control again, and I start feeling rage and everything comes back, and I know all these emotions are unhealthy. Well, Anna, I think the first thing to start with is the fact that it is a natural human emotion, you know, that you are going to respond and, and have these feelings when you, you know, in your heart of hearts, you feel hurt and you feel betrayed. So that's always the first place, I think, is just really acknowledging, okay, you know what, I'm human, and so obviously I'm reacting this way. But I think what you're doing is so great, and, you know, it really is true that, 
we do want to forgive uh, and we want to find our way to it. And we know that we want to forgive because we can, a lot of times you can feel it. It feels heavy. Like when you're just continually caught up in all of the emotions and, Oh, I can't believe they did this and that. And it just doesn't feel great. So you do want to free yourself and the quickest way and the only way really is to forgive this person. Uh, so this is our to do list. And I think it's a to do list for, Anyone who is deciding today, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of done with the, the hang up of not forgiving somebody. I'm going to just go ahead and start the process today and get really serious about it. Uh, the first thing that I found amazingly helpful is to realize that I don't need to wait for an apology <laughs> because a lot of times you're not going to get one. And people have a way of kind of recasting things in their own minds, even if it's poor behavior and you feel like everyone else can see it, people have a way of framing things in their own mind so that it doesn't feel like poor behavior and then that makes them even less apt to apologize. So in terms of getting off the starting blocks, it's never too soon when it comes to forgiveness. The quicker, the better. And you can't be hung up on, hey, they haven't even apologized or they don't even feel bad or there's no resentment or that's all stuff they can control that you can't. So you just kind of take all of that off the table and you say, look, the process for forgiveness starts today. And that means it's going to start regardless of the fact that I've gotten the apology or if you have, that's great. But if you don't, you still continue. So that's the first step. You know, obviously you've already decided at this point that you want to forgive. So you know all the benefits. You have the incentive. You have the motivation. You know that. You don't want to be caught up in stuff that's just weighing you down, that's holding you back. Uh, but it also kind of goes to the point of another one of my most favorite quotes. Um, and that's to issue a blank pardon. <laughs> Forgive everyone who has ever hurt you in any way. Forgiveness is a perfectly selfish act. It sets you free from the past. And that's from Brian Tracy. So, Sometimes what I do is like if there's ever a need to kind of really get a little extra motivation to do something, especially like forgiveness or the stuff that we know we have to do, but we're not necessarily inclined to just do it naturally. I uh, flood my mind with quotes. If you guys are with me as we go through the damn Facebook, you've seen just the stuff and good things that I want to keep top of mind. And I think that that's a great quote from Brian Tracy um, because it really hits on the fact that you really are forgiving for yourself and it's going to free you from the past. And you just want to always issue a, a blanket pardon so that you can just move on and get on with your life. Because nothing is more important, right, than freeing yourself from anger. I mean, nothing. If you can just keep your mind clear and free, like that's when you can really do everything that you want to do and you're focused on the right things and you feel the best. So knowing that forgiveness gets you there is like a bazillion <laughs> reasons why you should kind of start the process. Uh, the next thing I'd say, number two, we saw this obviously with Jennifer Hudson, um, are the triggers that you know are going to naturally be there. You know, I had the triggers too that you're talking about because I worked with coworkers. So I remember those days and, you know, your situation is different in that you have a really, really close friend that you're working with. Um, and so I'm certain that you guys developed a lot of things that you would normally do when you were getting along, like going out to lunch or going and having chats or just taking 10 minutes off. And all of those kind of dynamics have also changed. But 
I think going into situations where you know you're going to have to confront this other person and you go into them saying, I'm not going to even go there. One, I'm not going to get worked up. Two, I'm not going to get angry. Three, like literally preparing yourself for those instances when you know you're going to see her. And then not only saying, okay, I'm not going to, but like, what are you literally going to do? Right? <laughs> what are you going to say? Okay, this is the new habit that I'm creating that's going to prevent me from falling into the cycle I normally fall in when I go and I have to sit in a meeting or she says something, you know, that feels a little flippant or she sends me an email in all caps, which I just, that's just so still one of my pet peeves, um, with all these exclamation marks, just like yelling at me, like literally what is going to be your practice? And that's what I had to really kind of develop is a practice for things that I could do, literally tangible things. Okay, so, you know, boom, I have a trigger, and you feel it, right? Boom, you know, your heart starts, she says something, boom, your heart starts racing, you just can almost feel the red just boiling, it's like, you know, getting ready to come to the surface. And then you just come in over the top with something else, right? So for me, it would be like, like Jennifer Hudson said, focusing on a song, or, you know, focusing on the people in your life that you're currently loving spending time with, or enjoying, or things that you enjoy to do after work or things that you're looking forward to. It's, you almost kind of overshadow, if you will, and you pull your attention from the mind chatter and the reruns and the things that your mind is normally going through and you turn it to something else. Some people can, you know, sit and just look at a spot or like look at something on the wall and just literally fix their attention on that. That wasn't really something I could do at first. Um, and what I would do is literally kind of focus my attention somewhere else on stuff that made me feel good and literally kind of just change the dynamic and really take away that energy that I know would normally come to the surface anytime this person would say or do anything that just kind of pushed my buttons. Um, another thing, you know, again, it goes back to the... Jennifer Hudson and even, you know, my story from undergrad with the, the cheating boyfriend is really kind of, you know, understanding that you do want to get to that point of empathy. Uh, and I had lots of reasons to have empathy for my ex-boyfriend. I know that he had had a really rough childhood and had gone through stuff. And Jennifer Hudson said the same thing about you know, the person who killed her family members. But even if you don't really know the past, um, just really kind of pushing yourself to that empathy or even to the perspective that everything happens for a reason really helps. Uh, and I think that if you can just do those things, you can really start progressing down the road to forgiveness. And it is a road, right? I mean, one of my favorite quotes is, um, the two mistakes that you can make along the road to forgiveness. One is not going all the way, and two, is not going quickly enough. And understanding those two things, and the fact that you do want to keep moving, you do want to go and forgive people, you're also human, <laughs> right? And so it's a process. It's not an instant fix. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay if you don't get there in six hours with somebody who's done something to you that you've known for seven years or even more than that. But what matters is that you're trying like literally every day, 
you're making a concerted effort. You're practicing, you're bringing these tools, you're really focused, you have a strategy, you're being thoughtful as you move through the day. You're not just kind of going through the day, reacting, letting the mind run through all the reruns and what they did. You're literally being more thoughtful about how you do it and you're just making a concerted effort to forgive. And I can tell Anna that you're doing that uh, because you reached out to me. And I would just say, just keep it up and you just keep practicing it daily and daily and you'll start seeing that it'll start changing. It'll start transforming. And a lot of the anger and the negative emotion and all of the things that you once felt will start fading. Uh, and that's when you can, you know, know for sure that the process is really taking hold. But the key is really to work at it and keep it top of mind every day. So that's it for today, everyone. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Uh, if you get some time and you're looking for some extra stuff to read, please drop by possibilityoftoday.com. And of course, as always, if you want to ask a question for the show or if you have any other questions, just email me at sybil at possibilityoftoday.com. It's always great to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, live today better than yesterday.